that. Let's jump into the word. Today we're talking about whose report are you believing? Whose report are you believing? Put that in the comments. Whose report are you believing? This is an important question for all of us to really to take a moment and step back and ask, whose report am I believing? You know, we just spent some time talking about rest. And, uh, we've, and if you haven't had a chance to listen to the broadcast earlier on this week, I would strongly encourage you to go back and listen to those broadcasts because they have been powerful. We've been talking about how do I enter into rest? Where do I find rest? What does rest look like? What does fake rest look like? And, uh, and all of that stuff leads into what we're talking about today because this question, your answer to this question determines whether you'll be able to enter into God's rest or not. Whose report am I hearing? It, it, that question determines, am I going to walk in rest in this world or am I going to walk in anxiety and fear? And I'm telling you, God wants you to walk blessed. And so, so this is the question that we're going to be asking. Whose report am I believing? And so, you know, as I was uh, just praying about this word today, you know, and talking about whose report are we believing? You know, I, I, was, I was listening to a message by Brother Copeland, and he was talking about how there's no such thing as non-belief. Now, there's, there's unbelief. We read about that in Scripture, but there's no such thing as non-believing. And this is what, what he meant by that. We all believe something. Every single one of us, we put our faith and we put our belief in something. Put that in the comments. We all believe something. So uh, look at it this way, right? In, in the Gospels, when we see that Jesus went to his hometown, the Bible says that he could do no mighty miracles there because of their unbelief. Now, unbelief is not non-belief. Here's what non-belief is, because we recognize they believed something. And when you read through that, what, what did they believe? They looked at Jesus and said, he's just a carpenter's son. We, we know his brothers, we know his sisters, we know his mom, we know, uh, you know, they were just saying, like, we know, we know who, who he is, he's just a carpenter's son. And that's what they chose to believe. And because they didn't believe that he was who he said he was, that he was a healer, that he was a provider, that he was faithful, but they chose to believe another report, the Bible says that Jesus could do no mighty miracles there because of their unbelief. See, we all believe in something. We all hear, we're all given different reports from different areas of life. You know, you could have gotten a, a bad report from a doctor. You could have gotten a bad report just watching the news. You could have gotten certain reports just from the world around you, from, from the people in your home or from certain things. But you have, it's up to you to choose whose report am I going to believe. Because, again, we, or look, at it, look at it this way. You know, you have the disciples, right? They're in a boat. Jesus' report was, let's go to the other side, right? That was his report. That's what he said. We're going to go to the other side. And then this storm starts to stir up. Jesus is, is, in, is underneath the boat uh, taking a nap, and all the disciples are seeing this, this storm coming. The storm starts to rage. And, and here's the thing. They see two reports. There was the report that Jesus said of, we're going to the other side, and then there's the report of the wind and the waves that's saying, nah, you're going to die. And recognize, all of a sudden, they, they chose to believe the report of what they could see and what they could hear. They, they saw the storm. They saw it ra raging. They saw the boat being filled with the water. They're doing everything in their power. See, hear this. You choose, 
listen to this. You obey the report you believe. Put that in the comments. I will obey the report that I believe. So they, they, they have these thoughts that are into, enter into their heads. If we don't do something, we're going to die. If we don't take this matter into our own hands, we're going to die. So they take the bu buckets. They try their best. They try, to, they try to keep the boat. I mean, these are fishermen. They know what to do, right, in the, in the, in the, in, in the situation of a storm because they've been on this sea so many times. They've encountered storms so many times. But yet this storm was different. They, they saw the storm. They did everything that they could in their own power, and they're like, we're going to die. That's the report that they believed, and they spoke it out. They went down to Jesus and said, Jesus, do you not, know, do you not see that we're perishing? Do you not care that we're perishing? Is what they said. And see, they spoke. Put, that, put this in the comments, because we said, uh, uh, I will obey the report that I believe. I will speak the report I believe. Put that in the comments. I will speak the report I believe. They ran down there and said, Jesus, do you not care that we're dying? See, the report that Jesus gave them that said, we're going to get to the other side, they, they threw that out. See, we all believe something. And Jesus stood up. They could have gone to Jesus at the very beginning, and he could have stopped it before it even started. But they waited until they thought they were finished to come down to him. He rebuked the storm, and it was done. He said, don't you remember? He says, Where, where's your faith? Why, you, he actually brought out unbelief again. He says, why, basically, why did you not believe the report that I gave you? Why didn't you believe the report that I gave you, that we're going to the other side? And so I, I want to encourage you today, though, because here's the thing. When we don't believe, when we choose to believe a, a report apart from the report that God gave us, it'll lead us in, into some fear, anxiety, and some troubles. But hear this, when, you, when I choose to obey the report of the Lord, man, that's where rest comes. That's where peace comes. That's where hope comes. When I choose to obey and when I choose to believe the report of the Lord, that's when I can walk in life, when I can walk in peace. When I keep, the Bible says he keeps them in perfect peace, those whose eyes are steadfast on him. That means I choose today to listen to, to focus on, to keep my eyes on the report of the Lord. You see in Joshua chapter 1, something similar, right? What happens in Joshua chapter 1? When God is calling Joshua, he says, he says this. Actually, let's go there. Joshua chapter 1 and verse 8. This is what uh, we read because here's the thing, you know, these people have been following Moses for, for so many years and, you know, a lot of things have, have, have happened over those years. But in Joshua chapter 1, God's giving Joshua the mantle of, of leading the people of Israel. He says to him so many times, be strong and courageous, don't fear, be strong and very courageous. But then he says this, he says, this book of the law, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. Again, you will speak the report that you believe. When, when we keep our eyes on this, we will speak it. Um, so he says, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night. Basically, always be thinking and meditating on the report of the Lord. And then, and then he goes on, so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written to, in it. So now that I know the report of the Lord, I'm going to obey the report of the Lord. Hear that. I'm going to obey the report of the Lord. And then, he, and then he says this, for then you will make your way prosperous. And then you will have good success. Hear this. When I, and put this in the comments. When I obey the report of the Lord, I will have good success. 
I will be prosperous. See, this is what God has for you. In Jeremiah 29, 11, you know, we, we've quoted this before. Um, Jeremiah 29, 11, it says this, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, to give you a future and a hope. I'm going to read it here in the New American Standard because it's, it's uh, really good in, in the New American Standard. Um, Jeremiah 29, 11. He says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for calamity, to give you a future and a hope. Now, now recognize the context of this. You know, he's saying, I do not have any plans for your calamity. But where was the people of Israel in this moment? They were in calamity, <laughs> right? They, they, were, they were not out in the will of God. And hear this, though. They were in the middle of calamity, but God says, despite what's going on around you, I have a different report for you. He says, my plans for you are not for calamity. My plans for you are for welfare. My plans for you are for welfare. That's what God has for you, not for calamity. So when they were in calamity, why were they in calamity? Because they listened to a different report because they listen to a different report. But this is what God is saying right here. It doesn't matter what reports you've been listening to. There's no, the Bible says there's no condemnation in Romans 8.1. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So as you're listening to this, don't let the enemy think or, or try to get into your mind and make, and make you just feel condemnation. Oh man, you've been listening to all these different reports. You know, all this stuff is going on because you weren't listening and having faith in God. No, that's not, that's not what God is saying here. God, this, when God is giving them Jeremiah 29, 11, he's like, it doesn't matter. It literally, it is insignificant what's happened in the past, the decisions you've made in the past, especially now as New Testament believers, because Jesus redeemed us from that. And if, and if you have fellowship with the Father, if you, are, if you have Jesus in your, in your heart, then man, praise God. All of that stuff that you've done in the past, it, it's forgotten, it's forgiven. But what, what God is saying here is this. He's saying, even though you're in a position of calamity, my plans for you are not for calamity. Now let me show you how to get out of it. Because that's when he says this in verse uh, 12. He says, then you will call upon me and uh, come and pray to me and I will listen to you. Then he says this, you will seek me and you will find me when you search for me with all your heart. Come on, praise God for that. See, this is what he's saying. He's saying, it, you know, you might have been listening to different reports throughout your life, but I'm telling you, come to me. Listen to my report, and then you will find me when you seek for me with all your heart. You will find me, and when you find me, oh, man, things are gonna, you're going to find welfare, not calamity. When Jesus said, come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I think it's Matthew 11, Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden. Why are they weary and heavy laden? Because they've put on all this weight from other reports, right? They put on all this weight uh, from even their own thinking that might have kind of told them, you know, it has to look this way. No, he says, come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Another translation says, and you'll find rest for your souls. In your, that, that's your mind, your will, your emotions. You'll find rest. Rest is only found when we choose to submit to the report of the Lord. Put that in the comments. Rest can only be found when we choose to submit to the word and the report of the Lord. And so this is the question we're asking. Whose report are you going to listen to? Whose report are you listening to? We see right here in Jeremiah 29, 11, you know, that, that God's report for you is welfare. The world's report for you is calamity. 
Whose voice are you going to listen to? Because we have to choose. It's our choice. It's our choice. What voice am I going to listen to? Now, let, let, let's look at um, Numbers chapter 13 for a moment. Because, because this is serious, um, what we're talking about right now. Numbers chapter 13. What we see here is God with a mighty hand has brought his people out of, out of Egypt. They were in bondage. They were in slavery. And God brought them out with a mighty hand. They crossed the Red Sea. They were in the wilderness uh, for, for uh, you know, I, I believe at this point, just a couple weeks. They're getting ready to enter into the promised land, right? God's report for them is, I'm going to lead you into a land flowing with milk and honey. That's what God's report was. I'm going to lead you into this beautiful land. I want nothing more. We read this in Jeremiah. Jeremiah chapter 3, I want nothing more than to bless you and to bring you into the, to a good land. And uh, so what happens here is God then says, hey, I want you to send some people to go through the land and see how good it is so that they can bring the report back to people. Remember, the report of the Lord is where we're blessed. The report of the Lord is, is where we find rest and peace. And so they went out. They looked at the land. The land was everything God said it was. The land was beautiful. It was flawless. There was, there was uh, the fruit of the land was mighty. You know, like all these massive cities, it, it was just a beautiful land. It was everything God said that it was. Uh, but there were people there. There were giants in the land. There, there were massive armies. There were massive cities, massive people. And, and so when the spies were going through, the, hear, hear, hear this, they chose to receive a different report. As they're walking through, eight of the spies did. Eight, there were ten spies sent out. Eight of the spies, instead of looking at the promise that God gave them, they looked at the problem. They chose to focus and meditate on the problem. They chose to focus and meditate on, well, there's big people here. They seem a little bit stronger than us, and they allowed the enemy to give them a different report. They, they, they forgot about how good the land was, and they just saw, oh, no, there, there's people there that are going to wipe us out. And this is what happens. The spies, uh, this is Numbers chapter 13, verse 25. When they returned from spying out the land at the end of uh, 40 days, they proceeded to come to Moses and Aaron and to all the congregation of the sons of Israel in the wilderness of Paran at Kadesh. And they brought back a word to them to all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. Thus they told him and said, We went to the land where you sent us, and it, it certainly flows with milk and honey, and, it, and uh, this is its fruit. Nevertheless, see, this is where the, the bad report starts to come in. This is where, this is where they, they gave a bad report. Uh, and this report is not the report of the Lord. This is what they said. Nevertheless, the people who live in the land are strong. The cities are fortified and very large. And moreover, we saw the descendants of Anak there. Amalek is living in the land, uh, blah, 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 blah. Um, so basically, they're, they're just, their report, they're just saying there's mighty men there. Uh, I don't think we're going to be, be able to make it. But then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, we, sh we should by all means go up and take possession of it. Hear that. He, that's the word of the Lord. That, that's the report of the Lord. Hey, if God's given this land to us, let's go now and take it. Let's go now and take it. But then this is what happens. You see this in chapter 14. Um, 
because that be, well, actually, let's look at verse the next verse. But the men who had gone up with him said, "We're not able to go up against these people, for they are too strong for us." Here you see two reports. You see the report. If God, if God gave us this report, we're let's go and take a hold of it. God said this land is ours. Let's take a hold of it. I'm going to believe the report of the Lord. That's what we see in Caleb and Joshua. But then you see the other people. They're like, "Oh no, we're not going to be able to." There's two reports. And which report did the people of Israel choose to listen to? Not the report of the Lord, but the report. Oh, man, these people are too strong for us. We see then all the congregation lifted up their voices and cried, and the people wept that night. All the sons of Israel grumbled against Moses and Aaron, and the whole congregation said, Would that we, uh, would that we have died in the land of Egypt, or would that we had died in, the, in this wilderness? And they're literally, what, what report did they choose to believe? Not the report of the Lord, the report of the world, the report of the people around them. And I want you to hear this. We, have, we're, we all will choose which report we're going to listen to because there's no such thing as non-belief. We're going to choose to believe either the report of the Lord or the report, the report of the world. And, and, and hear this. Because they chose, we actually talked about this a little bit yesterday when we were looking in Hebrews chapter 3 um, where it says their unbelief blocked them from the promise. Because they chose not to believe the report of God, they were not able to receive the rest that God promised them. We read that in Hebrews chapter 3 and 4. They were not able to receive the rest that God promised them because they, they chose to believe a different report. See, God had rest prepared for them. He had great things prepared for them, but because they believed the report of, of the world, they weren't able to enter into it. And, uh, and actually, we see later that this is... Uh, well, Caleb and uh, Joshua were standing up for the report of the Lord. They said, if the Lord is pleased with us, then he will bring us uh, into this land and give it to us, a land which flows with milk and honey. Only do not rebel against the Lord. Do not fear the people of the land, for they will be our prey. Their protection has been removed from them. See, they're believing the report of the Lord. And, and hear this, because they believed the report of the Lord, they were able to enter into the promise. None of the other men were. They were able to enter into that rest. God preserved them so that they would be able to enter into that rest. Because you see this in chapter 14, 21. This is God saying, I will give them what they speak. Remember, this, look, put, put this in the comments. Uh, Numbers 14, 28. This is what God said. As I live, says the Lord, as you have spoken in my hearing, so I will surely do to you. The people who said they're going to destroy us were destroyed. The people who said, no, they're going to be bread for us, they were able to enter into the promise. And I'm telling you, if, when you choose to listen to and speak the report of the Lord, I'm telling you, when you choose to believe, put your faith to, speak and obey the report of the Lord, you're going to enter into the rest. You're going to enter into his rest. You're going to enter into his promise. You're going to enter into his blessings. You're going to enter into his prosperity. You're going to succeed in what God calls you to do because you chose, I'm going to listen to the report of the Lord. Now, I'm going to tell you this because there's a lot of, a lot of people are kind of wavering between two options, right? We read in Joel chapter 3, you know, there are multitudes, multitudes in the valley of decision. Which report am I going to listen to? Should I listen to the report of the Lord? Should I 
listen to the report of the world. You know, we're, we're get, maybe you're given a certain diagnosis. You know, which, which report am I going to listen to? Which one am I going to be following? Should, you know, I, I want to do part of this, but I also want to kind of do part of that. You know, I want to listen to part of God's report, but then part of the world's report. Um, you know, and, and I will say this, you know, because again, you, you obey the report that you, that you uh, believe in, you know, but, but let's be real. We need to step back in those situations and just say, God, give me wisdom. You know, because there, there might be parts in, in you know, there, let, let, let me just clarify this. Because you might be given a, ga- a bad report. Um, you know, seek the Lord for wisdom and let him give you a report. Because the truth of God always trumps the report of the world. Put that in the comments. The truth of God always overrules the, the, the um, what's the word? The facts of this world. Yeah, that's what it is. The truth of God overrules the facts of this world. But seek the Lord. He'll give you wisdom on how to handle things. How to, he'll show you what to do in, in every circumstance. But you got to listen to his report. you got to listen to what he says. you got to listen to his word. And, and how do we know his, what his report is? By knowing his word. Um, but there's a lot of people... Who are kind of wavering between the decisions? Am I going to go all in for God? Am I going to go all, you know, or am I going to kind of just kind of stay in this middle ground, this lukewarm position? And I, I'm going to tell you today, make a decision. Make a decision today. Whose report are you going to believe? Because I can guarantee you, because one report is going to lead you into, into some fear, anxiety, just, you know, calamity. The report of the Lord will lead you into blessing, prosperity, hope, and goodness, because that's who he is. He, he's light. In him, and there's no darkness at all. There's no dark things. Jesus said that, that my yoke is easy, my burden is light. So there's a hard and heavy road. There's an easy and a light road. But it comes down to what are we going to choose? But if we stay in that middle ground, if we stay in that middle ground, we'll never be able to actually fully walk into the blessing that God has for us. Because, hear this, um, that's a double-minded ground. That's double-minded ground. Uh, the Bible says in James chapter 1, uh, that when we pray, we need to believe and not doubt. You know, basically what, what it's saying, believe the report of the Lord. Don't re- believe any other report because th- those who doubt are like a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. What's double-minded? Uh, I want to believe this report. I also want to believe this report. Um, and that's, and, you know, that's kind of what double-minded looks like. And the Bible says those people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord, which means we need to go all in for him. We need to go all in for what his report is. We need to, when we find out what his report is, we need to throw away any other report and say, I'm going to trust God. Because the Bible says that God's not a man that he should lie. He's not the son of man that he should repent. If he said it, he'll do it. So I'm going to choose to believe his word. I'm going to choose to believe his report because his report will not fail. A lot of times fear is masked under the, under the, the facade of the word wisdom. You know, the world will say, oh, I'm just using wisdom. God gave us a brain, you know, so we need to use it. Yes, we need to use our brain. I'm not saying we shouldn't be thinking. Um, but here, here's the thing. What I need in certain situations, when COVID-19 comes, come, comes knocking on my door, what do I need to do? Do I need to, to, do, to listen to the report of the world and, and freak out and say I'm going to die? Or am I going to listen to the report of the Lord and step back and say, okay, Father, give me wisdom. What do you want me to do in this situation? Uh, God, I trust your word. Your word says no deadly plague will come near my home. I'm going to trust your report over the report of the world. Uh, you know, I need to make a, you need, we all need to make the decision. Whose report am I going to listen to? 
Am I going to listen to the report of God or the report of the world? Because, let, let's, look, let's look at this. Um, let's look at Joshua chapter 24. Joshua 24, verse 14 and 15. You can put that in the comments. Joshua 24, 14 and 15. So this is the same Joshua who chose to receive the report of the Lord um, as he was one of the, tw- the, the spies that were sent into the land of Canaan. And in Joshua 24, verses 14 and 15, we see this. It says, uh, this is uh, Joshua speaking to the people because, again, they're in this little position of, who am I going to serve? They're in this little valley of deci- that valley of decision. Am I going to re- believe this report or this report? This is what he says. Now, therefore, fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and truth. Put away the gods which your fathers served beyond the river and in Egypt and serve the Lord. He's saying, if it is disagreeable in your sight to serve the Lord, choose yourself today whom you're going to serve. We said this already. You're going to obey the report that you believe. Put that in the comments again. I will obey the report that I believe. This is what Joshua was saying. Choose today. Who are you going to serve? Is it going to be the Lord or is it going to be the world? Um, you know, when the, here, here's the thing. The, the report that you listen to the most is going to be the one that you'll believe. So if I'm always watching the news and listening to all these bad reports, I'm going to begin to think that way. Oh, man, the world's going to, the, the world's, you know, f- crashing and burning all around us. Every, our economy's burning. Oh, man, I need to buy up all the to- toilet paper in the store. You know, why? Because I'm, I'm listening to the report of the world. If I'm always listening to that report, um, then I'm, that, that means I'm not listening to this report. And so what you're doing right now is the best thing that you can do. You're listening to the word of God. You're listening to the report of the Lord that says you're going to be blessed. You're going to be the God, that God Almighty is with you. He's for you. He's not against you. When you're on his side, when you're listening to his report, God is on your side. He's fighting your battles for you. So what, what do I have to fear? Because hear, hear this. Fear is the belief in the report of the world. That's where fear manifests. Fear manifests when I believe the report of the world. Faith and rest and peace manifest when I believe the report of God. Uh, Bill Johnson said it this way. He said, if you get more input from the mainstream media than from the word of God, your discouragement is self-inflicted. I'm going to say that again because it's it's that good. Uh, If you, you, I'm going to read it again. Uh, If you get more input from mainstream media than you do from the word of God, your discouragement is self-inflicted. Hear that. See, whose report are you listening to? It's not just the report that you believe now. It's the report that you're listening to. If I'm always listening to a certain report, my thinking is going to go in that direction. But no, I'm going to choose to listen to the report of the Lord. Choose today. Choose today who you will serve. Is it going to be the report of the Lord or the report of the world? Today, I'm going to choose. Put, put this in the comments. Today, I choose to listen to the report of the Lord. Today, I choose to listen to the report of the Lord. Because, again, if you believe the report of the Lord, you'll walk in rest and in peace. You'll walk in hope, love. You'll abound in it for every good work. When I, but if you listen to the report of the world, that's where you know it just gets less fun. But this is what, what, what uh, Joshua is saying to the people. If it is disagreeable, this is Joshua 24, 15. If it is disagreeable in your sight to serve the Lord, choose today. Choose for yourself today whom you will serve, 
whether the gods which your father served, uh, which were beyond the river, the gods of the Amorites and those in the lands that you are living. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Here's what he's saying. As for me and my house, we will listen to and obey the report of the Lord. Me and my house, put it in the comments. Me and my house will obey the report of the Lord. Me and my house will listen to and serve and honor the report of the Lord. Oh, praise God. Today, I'm choosing to believe the report of the Lord. Today, I'm choosing to put my faith in the report of the Lord. He says this, the people had answered and said, far be it from us that we should forsake the Lord to serve other gods. For the Lord is the, is, for the Lord our God is he who brought us and our fathers out of the land of Egypt. Then they began to see, they began to recount the faithfulness of God. They began to recount the goodness of God. My God has been so faithful to me. I choose today, I'm going to believe the report of the Lord. I'm... Like, we've seen him move. We've seen him act. So today we choose to receive and to believe the report of the Lord. And I, I want to give you that, that choice today. Today, choose. I'm going to encourage you. I'm going to admonish you. Choose to believe the report of the Lord. Because if when you look through this word, there's not one word of God that has failed. There's not one promise of God that has failed. There's not one promise of God that has failed. But here's the thing. A lot of people... Can, can believe the report of what they see, what they have seen, and what they hear. You know, I could tell you this. You know, Psalm 103. You know, I, like I, I, I believe, and I can quote Psalm 103, verse two, when it says, "He forgives all your iniquities. He heals all your diseases." That's the report of the Lord. But then someone can turn around and say, "Well, if He heals all my diseases, why are there people dying of diseases?" And they'll give you a report that says, "Well, you know, if if that's His report and it's not happening." then, you know, why, why should you believe that report? Here's the reality. This is what the Bible says. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. This, what, what's, what, what do you mean his benefits? The benefits of what? The benefits of believing his report. The benefits of honoring him. The benefits of serving him. These are the benefits of serving and honoring God. Let's, let's go there. Psalm chapter 103. These are the benefits of believing the report of the Lord. These are the benefits of giving your life over. Because hear, hear this. You, you read it in the book of Romans. It says, don't you know that you're a slave to that who you obey? If I'm, so the report that I believe, I'm, that the report that I obey the report that I believe I become a slave to and if I believe the report of the Lord and I obey him and I'm a slave to him then I can reap the benefits of serving and honoring him Psalm chapter 103 bless the Lord O my soul and all that is within me bless his holy name oh look at you just hear the worship here Man, because there's so much peace in the report of the Lord. There's so much blessing that comes in the report of the Lord. Because God's report for me is good. Put that in the comments. God's report for me is good. We read it in Jeremiah 29, 11. I know the plans and the thoughts I have for you. They're good. <laughs> plans for your welfare. That's his, that's his thoughts for me. These are the benefits of believing the report of the Lord. And forget none of his benefits, who pardons all your iniquity, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, who crowns you with loving kindness and compassion, who satisfies your years with good things. Oh, that's a good report. Put that in the comments. He satisfies my years with good things. My God satisfies my years with good things. 
so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord performs righteous deeds and judgments for all who are oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses and his acts to, oh, look at that, his acts to the children of Israel. There's so much in that verse. He made his ways known to Moses, his acts to the sons of Israel. See, we're, now we're going back to, to what we read in the book of Numbers, right? Moses knew God's ways. Why? Because he listened to God's report. He was in fellowship with God. He, he was the one who would go up to the mountain and wait for 40 days before God would speak to him. Isn't that crazy? See, the, the way we usually read it is Moses, Moses went up into the cloud and all of a sudden God started speaking to him. No, the Bible says he went up into the mountain and then he waited for 40 days. After 40 days, then God began to speak to him. See, Moses was willing. God, Moses got the report of the Lord. Hey, go up to the mountain and I'll speak to you there. And he went up to the mountain. And then for 40 days, I, I guarantee you, like if I walked up there after four hours, did I miss it? <laughs> did I miss it? Ten hours. Uh, God, you said that I was supposed to come up here. Imagine four days. Still haven't heard a word. But he still trusted the report of the Lord. God said I'm, he's going to speak to me. 39 days later, still believe in the report of the Lord. See, if you believe the report of your, the Lord, your faith will not have a shelf life. Hear that. My faith should not have a shelf life. If I believe the report of the Lord, I could, everything around me could look like it's crashing and burning, but I'm not going to lose my faith. No, God, I believe God's report. I trust his report. And because Moses trusted God's report, he knew God's ways. The, the people of Israel, they only saw what he did. But, God, but Moses knew. Moses knew who he was. He knew his character. He knew the character and nature of his father because he chose to believe that report. And so, you know, we see all these benefits. Look at Abraham. Like, there's so many testimonies that you can see in the Word. Abraham chose to believe the report of the Lord. You know, we actually hear, hear an account of it in the book of Romans. You know, the, the, in, in the book of Romans, it talks about how, you know, Moses, or Abraham could have listened to two reports. The Bible says that he considered his own deadness and the deadness of his wife's womb. He, he considered it, or it says he contemplated it. You know, he, he recognized that there was an issue. You know, God said that I'm going to be the father of many nations. But I'm 100 years old, guys, <laughs> right? I'm 100 years old. My wife, she's 90 years old. Years old. See, he, he recognized it. See, when you believe the report of the Lord, it doesn't make you just pretend like there are no issues and we're not in a carnal world. You know, faith doesn't just pretend like, like everything's tea cakes and roses because we will face things. We will deal with, have to deal with things. Faith deals with things, but faith, faith doesn't ignore them. See, but, and this is what you see Abraham did. He said, hmm, I'm 100 years old. Uh, no 100-year-old man has ever had a child. Uh, Sarah, she's 90 years old. Her womb's already dead. But, then it says this, but he didn't waver. He heard the report of the Lord. He didn't pay attention to that. That wasn't the report that he chose to believe. No, the report of the Lord was this. I'm going to be the father of many nations. And, and the Bible says, and against hope, in all hope, he believed. And because he believed, his faith was credited to him as righteousness. And because he believed the report of the Lord, uh, Sarah bore a son. Uh, the son of the promise, Isaac. She bore him a son at 90 years old. She bore him Isaac. 
And, oh man, all of a sudden now the report of the Lord was manifested. Because the report of the Lord is never inaccurate. God's report is always truth. God's report always works. But we need to, uh, what we read in Hebrews chapter 4, right? What, what, what their problem was when they came and heard the bad report and didn't enter into the, why didn't they enter into the promise? Because they didn't mix the report with their faith. When they make, but when Abraham mixed the report with his faith, he received the promise. He received the promise that God gave him. So when I hear the report of the Lord, now I need to mix it with my faith. And, 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 I, and when I mix it with my faith, I will see the promise manifest in my life. I will see the promise manifest in my life because the report of the Lord never returns void. That's what the Bible says. The word of God will not return to him void. It will accomplish. Put this in the comments. The word of God will accomplish all he sent it to do. I just got to partner my faith with it. I got to partner my faith with it. And when I partner my faith with it, it will accomplish all that it's sent to do. The report of the Lord will accomplish what it was sent to do. I just got to put my faith in it. And that's what Abraham did. Even when, even when he... The, the Lord then said, now I want you to sacrifice your son Isaac. Oh, he still had the report. Here's the beauty of Abraham. You know, here's the beauty of that story. See, Abraham was fully confident because he, here's the thing. A report of the Lord will never contradict another report of the Lord. He doesn't contradict himself. He's not schizophrenic. He's not confused. He doesn't say, I'll heal all your diseases, but, you know, there are some that I won't heal. You know, God's report doesn't conflict itself. So when you hear someone saying, oh, well, you know, the Bible says all things are possible, but that's not really true. Not all things are possible. No, no. <laughs> the word of God's not going to conflict itself. It's not going to contradict itself. Well, you know, I know the Bible says he heals all my diseases, but, you know, there are some diseases that he doesn't heal. Yeah, no, the word of God doesn't contradict itself. And so when Abraham got a word from the Lord, go sacrifice your son Isaac, he recognized that the former promise of through Isaac you will have many nations. Oh, he didn't waver. He was like, oh, this is going to be an interesting testimony. I'm just going to, he's like, I'm just going to take the steps of faith. Walk in obedience because the Bible says uh, that Abraham was fully confident that his son wasn't going to die. Fully confident. And even if his son died, he, he was going to be resurrected because it was through Isaac. The promise was through Isaac. He will be the father of many nations. So even walking up, you know, to, to, to the point where, all right, now I'm laying my son, you know, well, hear this. But, uh, he, he said to his servants, all right, well, first, first off, Isaac said, uh, you know, we have the, the sticks. Uh, we have the fire. Where's, where's the offering? He said, God's going to provide it. God's going to provide it. He's going to provide the offering. So he already knew God was going to provide a substitute. Because why? Because there was already a report of the Lord. He had full confidence and full faith. He was just, I'm just stepping out in obedience. I don't really understand how this is going to work out, but I know it's going to work out. He lays his son, or then before they go up, he says to his servants, the boy and I are going to come, go up there and worship the Lord, and then we'll come back. He didn't say, and then I'll come back. No, he said, then we'll come back. So why? Because he knew the report of the Lord. He knew his son wasn't going to die on that mountain. He, he laid his son down, bound him up, laid him down. Isaac was willing to lay himself down as well. Took the knife. He's like, all right, God, I know you're going to work this out. And then the angel says, stop. Okay, sweet. All right, wh where, where's the substitute? Over there. There's the ram. Okay. Now, and the angel, and God said, now that I know you fear me, oh man, the blessing is going to be on you. Oh, praise God. 
Abraham knew, yeah, Abraham knew the report of the Lord. Abby put in the comments. Abraham knew the report of the Lord. And because of that, he was able to do that. Abraham wasn't a messed up, twisted father who was getting ready to kill his son. He knew his son wasn't going to die. And he, why? Because he knew the report of the Lord. God offered him a, a, a substitute, you know, which, which, is, uh, which is, you know, how, what we see Christ. You know, we see Christ in that. There's a substitute. The report of the Lord is this. You're no longer, you no longer have to live under a curse because God provided a substitute. God gave you a substitute. You know, the report of the world will tell you, oh man, you're worthless. You're worth nothing. You're, you're worthless. There, there's no way God can forgive you of all that you've done. There's no way God can do mighty things through, through you. The report of the world will tell you, you're too old to, 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 for God to do anything mighty in. You know, oh, you're just now starting to serve him at 75? Well, man, you must have missed it. That's the report of the world. See, Abraham was 75 when God first called him. You know, he was 100 when he had his son. He was like 120 when he had multiple other sons, right? See, it doesn't matter what the report of the world says. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter how young you are. It doesn't matter where you are. See, recognize the report of the, the Lord says this. You're a conqueror in Christ. The report of the world says you're worth, the report of the Lord says you're worth Jesus. You're not worthless. You're worth Jesus. That's the report of the Lord. And, and so how I walk through life determines which report I, I'm going to believe. Oh, man, if I'm just beating myself up all the time. No, that's a report of the world that says you need to beat yourself up. The report of the Lord says there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ. I'm going re- to receive and believe the report of the, the Lord. He says I'm a conqueror. He says that I'm above, not beneath. I'm the head, not the tail. That's who I am in Christ. If God was willing to send his son to die for me, that shows what's my worth. My worth is Jesus, G- the life of Jesus. That God showed us how, how worth, what our worth was by sending Jesus. And now when we receive Jesus, when we receive him, then what we do is we say, when we say, Jesus, you are the Lord of my life, we're saying, Jesus, I choose to believe your report. I'm not going to believe what everyone else says. I'm not going to believe the report of the world. I'm not going to pity myself because, because of the situation going on around me. No, I'm going to stand firm in faith because the report of the Lord says in 2 Corinthians 2.14, he always leads me in triumph. So no matter what everything, what's going on around me, no matter what the report of the world that's coming at me, no matter what my mind is even trying to come up with, you know, because here's the thing, I could come up with my own report, <laughs> Right? Like, based on what I see, based on what I hear, I can come up with my own report. Man, this doesn't look good. This, this looks pretty crazy. How am I going to get through this? No, no, no. I'm not going to even believe that report because Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 tells us, delight yourself, or it says, uh, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. I'm not going to rely on my soul. I'm not going to rely on my thinking. I'm not going to rely on that. Remember, Jesus said, come to me if you are weary and heavy burdened, you'll find rest for your souls. That's what he's saying. When I believe his report, I'll find rest in my mind. I'm not going to be anxious. I'm not going to be looking around. How is this going to work out? What's going to happen? No, I'm going to trust you, Lord. Father, I know that you are going to work it all out because the word says he works all things together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purposes. We just got to trust. See, God works all things together for the good of those who love him. 
for those who are called according to his purpose. So that, mean, that, that doesn't mean things wor work out for good for every people. It works out for the good of those who love him. And, and, and this is what Jesus says, if you love me, you'll keep my commands. How do we know his commands? We listen to his report. We believe his report. We honor his report. See, that, and that means we're, we love him. That, that shows that we're, we're exhibiting true love for him is because we're listening to his report. We're believing it. And then we'll know. Man, because I believe the report of the Lord, because I know the report of the Lord, because I know God's going to work it out, then he'll work all things out for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purposes. I can put my faith on that because that's the report of the Lord. The report of the Lord is that he's going to work it out. The report of the Lord is that, that his hand is mighty. So I'm not going to believe what I see with my eyes. I'm not going to believe with my ears because that's what they did. They, they saw with their eyes. There's big people here. But no, I'm going to believe the report of the Lord. He's going to work it out. And when I believe the report of the Lord, it's going to work out. Tell the righteous, tell the godly. This is uh, the Bible in, in the book of Isaiah. Tell the righteous, all will be well for them. Why? Just when you listen to the report of the Lord and you receive it, you combine the report of the Lord with your faith, it'll work together. It'll work out. God's got it. God will protect you. He'll provide for you. All your needs will be supplied when you just choose I'm not going to get into anxiety and fear about this. I'm not going to start listening to what the world has to say about this. No, I'm going to choose to believe the report of the Lord. My, my discouragement, you know, um, like we, we quoted before, if you listen to the mainstream media more than the word of God, your discouragement is self-inflicted. But let, let's turn it around. When I believe, when I, believe the, when I listen and when I get more input from the word of God than from what the world is saying, my encouragement is self-inflicted. My encouragement is self-inflicted because I chose to listen to the report, because I chose to get in input from the source. Going back to Joshua chapter 1, verse 8, when you take this word, I, I just want us to read that together one more time and put it in the comments, Joshua 1, 8, because this is where our encouragement is self-inflicted. When this book of the law does not depart from our mouth, so we speak out, the report of the Lord. Uh, I want you to write th this down. I want you to write this down um, put, and put this in the comments. Th th basically, everything we're saying in a nutshell is this is what we should do. I will speak the report of the Lord. Put that in the comments. I will speak the report of the Lord. It shall not depart from your mouth. You shall meditate on it day and night. Now, now put this. I will meditate on the report of the Lord or I will think on the report of the Lord or I will dwell on the report of the Lord. Whichever one of those you like best, put that in the comments. I will meditate on the word on the report of the Lord, and uh, meditate on it day and night, and be careful to do according to all that is written in it. Now, put this: I will obey the report of the Lord. I will obey the report of the Lord. And you do that, then you will make your way prosperous, and you will have good success. And that's when we can be strong and courageous, because uh, then he says this. Uh, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Don't tremble or be dismayed. This is the word of the Lord. This is the report of the Lord. Don't tremble or be dismayed. See, the report of the world is tremble, be dismayed. You should probably be freaking out right now. Why aren't you freaking out? No, because the Lord, I, I believe the report of the Lord. Do not tremble or be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. The Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So I'm not going to fear. 
I'm not going to be afraid. I'm not going to be dismayed. I'm not going to be discouraged. I'm not going to let anxiety take over. I'm not going to let the report of the world take over. No, my God is with me. Jesus himself said it. And lo, I'm with you always, even to the ends of the earth. We, we have a God who is with us. We have a God who is for us. We have a God whose report for us is good. His report for us is blessed. His report for us is good. His report for me is I'm worth something. I'm worth Jesus. Uh, I'm, you know, in and of myself, outside of him, I'm, I, don't, I can't amount to much. But when I partner myself with the word and the report of the Lord, when I partner myself with fellowship with the Lord, when I, when, I, when I enter into that fellowship with him, all of a sudden I'm a conqueror. I'm an overcomer. See, I, I'm telling you this. You, you know, for almost a decade of my life, I battled severe depression. I took the medication. I, I, I went to the counseling. I did all of that stuff. And what I was taught was to pity myself. What I taught myself was to pity myself. But that's, that's demonic. That's demonic. See, what, what, what happened when Peter came up to Jesus? You know, well, well look at this. Peter said to Jesus, um, or Jesus said to Peter, who do you say that I am? Peter said, oh, you're the Christ. You're the son of the God of the living God. And Jesus said, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood. The world hasn't revealed this to you, but my Father in heaven has revealed, revealed this to you. And he said, and you know, on this, on this uh, rock, I will build my church. The gates of hell will not prevail against it. And then, and then Jesus began to share about how he's going to have to suffer many things, how he's going to have to be crucified. And on the third day, he's going to rise again. And Peter said this, pity yourself, Lord. That's what it actually says in the Greek. You know, he says, far be it from you. What he's actually saying is, pity yourself, Lord. And what did he say? Get behind me, Satan. You know, self-pity, self-discouragement, self-doubt. That's demonic. That's the enemy. Fear. Fear is the enemy. Because the Bible says, God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. Uh, what is fear? It's a spirit. He hasn't given you a spirit, a spirit of fear. It's a spirit. What, what does the Bible say? Perfect love casts out fear. So, so when the world tries to give you fear, when, 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 when that fear tries to come on you, I mean, even this Sunday, hear this, even this Sunday during prayer, I'm literally in church during pre-service prayer, and all of a sudden I feel a panic attack starting to come, come over me. And it's in that moment that I choose to, to believe, which report am I going to go to? Am I going to yield? Because the report you believe is the report you yield to. See, Again, I'm not saying that the enemy is not going to try to come against you. I'm not going to say there's, we don't have a corrupted flesh because, because that all's there. The enemy tried to put this on me, but I had to instantly choose. I'm not going to believe their support. I'm not going to receive this. I'm not going to yield this because all of a sudden I started getting nauseous. Like it felt like the room was expanding. I started getting super lightheaded, and, and, and I could feel that, that fear. My heart started to, to beat outside of my chest. I felt it coming. And I was like, no, I'm not going to receive this. And I began to rebuke that, stand against the Bible says, uh, submit to the Lord, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Essentially, submit to the report of the Lord, resist the report of the enemy, and the enemy has to flee from you. That, that's literally what we're talking about. And so I resisted it. I, I, I said, no, this is not my report. God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, sound mind. I receive power, love, and a sound mind. And all of a sudden, that whole thing lifted. It lifted off of me right in that moment. There, there were times that I yielded to it, and it wasn't good. But that time, you know, and, and, and the Lord began to renew my mind and show me what actual yielding looked like. But I chose in that moment, I'm going to believe the report of the Lord because of that Peace, joy, hope enter into my spirit. And so when the enemy comes after you, choose this day 
whom you will serve. Choose this day the report you're going to believe. And, and I want you to put this in the comments one more time. Today, I choose to believe the report of the Lord. I choose to believe the report of the Lord because that's where I find rest. That's where I find peace. That's where I find hope. That's where I find joy. That's where I find prosperity. That's where I find peace. That's where I find provision for every good work is when I choose to believe the report of the Lord. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you guys an opportunity today you know, because we were talking about it. You know, God says you're worth it. God sent his own son to die for you. So don't believe the report that says you're worth nothing. Don't believe the report that says, that, that says you shouldn't be standing in faith for this. Don't believe the report that says, oh, well, you know, maybe God will heal you. Maybe he won't. Don't believe that report. Believe the report of the Lord. He says you're a conqueror. You're an overcomer. He will always lead you to triumph. And if you're, if you're watching today and you're just saying, man, I just, need, I just need to refresh that choice to believe the report of the Lord, to surrender to the report of the Lord, I'm going to pray this prayer with you. And I want you to repeat this prayer with me. And as we do that, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, the word of God works. The word of God works. The word works. And so when you believe the word of God, it will begin to manifest on your behalf. God will begin to work it out for you. He'll, the second we pray this prayer, God will begin to, to work things out. He'll begin to package it together, and, and, and he's ready to present it to you. So pray this, pray this prayer with me. Repeat after me. Say this. Dear Jesus, today I'll make you the Lord of my life. I believe your report. I, I will no longer believe the report of the world. I will believe your report. I believe that Jesus died for me and for my sin. And I believe that on the third day, he rose again to give me life and abundant life. Thank you, Lord, that your plans for me are good. I believe that your plans for me are good, that you have plans for my prosperity, not for my calamity. Today, I believe the report of the Lord. Today, I submit to the report of the Lord. Today, I make Jesus the Lord of my life. Oh, and right now I'm just going to pray for you. Lord, I pray, Lord, over every single person watching this today. No matter what report the world has given them, Father, I thank you that your report reigns supreme, not just in their spirit, but also in their mind. Father, right now, grant them perfect peace. God, grant them peace that, that shows that they're in rest. God, because rest is the evidence of faith. God, give them rest today. Give them grace today. Give them peace today. Father, I pray, Lord, that everyone listening in the sound of my voice, God, I ask that you give them the grace to believe your report. Give them the grace to throw aside the report of the world. And God, as they begin to meditate on your word, on your report, as they begin to speak your report, as they begin to, to, to obey your report, Father, I thank you, Lord, that they will be blessed in all that they do. God, they will prosper and succeed in all that they do. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, amen. Guys, do you believe the report of the Lord today? If you believe the report of the Lord today, put some hands up in the comments. Put some clap emojis in the comments. Put, I believe the report of the Lord today in the comments. Guys, thank you so much for joining us today. As we're wrapping up, we just want to let you know that we sowed this broadcast into you. Uh, you know, we sowed this into you. And if, and if this uh, word has, has meant anything to you, if this word has impacted you in any way, we want to encourage you to, to seek the Lord. And to obey the word of the Lord, uh, you know, God, if you want me to sow into this broadcast, 
God, show me what to sow, and I'll obey the word of the Lord. Because the Bible says, hear this, this is the report of the Lord. When you sow, you'll reap. Whatever a man sows, this, this is uh, Galatians 6, 7. Whatever a man sows, or first off says this, God is not mocked. Don't, or it actually says before that, don't be deceived. What does that mean? There's a report that'll tell you, you know what? When you give, you'll lose it. There's a report that says, oh man, I'm, gonna, I'm losing this. No, no, I'm, the, don't be deceived. Don't listen to a different report that says, oh, you know, uh, when the Bible says, that, that uh, Jesus was poor so that you can become rich. It's just spiritual riches. No, it's, it's literally the word there for rich, riches, the actual Greek word literally means physical, like material wealth. So when we, when we choose to believe the report of the Lord, this is the report of the Lord. Don't be deceived. Don't listen to the other report. God is not mocked. What does that mean? His report will not turn out void. It says, whatever a man sows, that he shall reap. Whatever a man sows, that he shall reap. So I'm telling you today, you know, as you're being obedient to the, to, to the Lord, there is a harvest coming your way. There is a harvest coming your way because I chose to believe the report of the Lord. When Jesus himself said, whatever you sow, good measure pressed down, shaken together, will be pouring over into your lap. You know, that's, that's the report of the Lord. And when you see 2 Corinthians chapter 9, when it says, uh, when you sow uh, bountifully, you'll reap bountifully, that's the report of the Lord. That's the report of the Lord for you today. So as you sow today, just attach your faith to it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the, wor- the report of the Lord. I'm going to attach my faith to it. This is one of the ways you can attach your faith to it, is by, pl- by sowing into the word and sowing into the report of the Lord. And so, so I want, I'm going to encourage you to do that. All the different ways to give uh, have been on the screen. You can go to giveww.org, and you'll find it all there. Um, but I'm going to pray over this seed and pray that God blesses it and that and that, and I guarantee you, I guarantee you, for those of you who are matching your faith with the report of the Lord, it's going to manifest. God's going to do some mighty things in your life today, in Jesus' name. Father, right now, over every seed that was, that was sown today, God, we just command that seed to be blessed. Father God, your word works. And Father, right now, in Jesus' name, we command increase to be. This is our year of increase. Father God, for those who sow today, I thank you that that seed, we receive that seed in Jesus' name, but I thank you, Lord, that that seed will be pressed down, shaken together, and will pour out onto the laps. Father, thank you, Lord, those, that seed is blessed in Jesus' name. What they sow, they shall reap in Jesus' name. And we thank you for it. We thank you for it. We thank you for the testimonies that will be given through this seed sown in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Guys, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm telling you, this has been a powerful word. Do us a favor. Share this broadcast. Get this word out uh, because the Lord is going to do something through this. Who knows? You could share this word and it could completely change somebody's life uh, just by one simple share. Uh, And that's a way that you can sow a seed into this broadcast as well. But guys, we love you. Thank you so much for joining us today. Be blessed. Now we're handing it over to Abby. We love you guys. Hey guys, just like he just said, make sure that you share this broadcast. If you're on Facebook and if you're on YouTube, what you can do is you can copy the link. There's a little button that says share. You can click that and it says copy link. You can paste that to Twitter and post that. You can put it in Facebook and post that, but you can also text that to someone. Super easy way to send it to them. Also liking the video, 
A lot of people don't know what that does. That genuinely does help. So make sure that you like the video, subscribe, hit the little bell beside of the subscribe button. That will let you know every time that we go live so you don't miss one. Also, exciting news guys, this weekend is July 4th. Happy Independence Day, we love you guys. But we're telling you ahead of time so that you can plan. Next weekend, July the 9th through the 11th, mark your calendars because you are not going to wanna to miss it. We will be having Holy Ghost Weekend. We are so excited for what God is going to do this upcoming weekend. We will be having prayer night on Friday, July the 9th, soul winning Saturday the next day, and Holy Spirit Sunday the day after that. And we have this every month, and every month it just keeps getting more and more and more powerful. And we are so excited to spend it with you. So we are telling you now, because we have such an expectation for what the Lord is going to do through this weekend, and we do not want you to miss it. You do not have to be just in Albemarle to come. We are telling you now, even if you're out of state, make plans to be here, because it is going to be life-changing. We love you guys. That is all the announcements I have for you today. Hope you have a great rest of your Friday, and we'll see you again on Monday at 11.30. Bye.